Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help folks build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, and my daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Jeff starts off this hour in Indianapolis. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for taking my call today. Sure. What's up? So my wife and I are on baby steps four, five, and six. We have three kids, a senior in high school, a sophomore, and an eighth grader. And we have a pretty good retirement um, built up. And we have about 130000 left on our mortgage. And we were just wondering, you know, what, what kind of is our next step? Um, you know, how do, we, how do we split? Do we split our money or do we kind of focus it in one of those three areas um, over the next six years? Mm, college is coming at you like a freight train, huh? Yes, sir. Do you, what do you have to say for that, Jeff? So we have about um, ten for each kid, and probably twenty for our oldest. Um, we think that her college will probably be between five and ten, with her guaranteed scholarships to an in-state school. Mm-hmm. So we could essentially finance that pretty pretty easily what's your um, household income over the next um it's usually around 120 this year it'll probably be up to 160 way to go good okay well it sounds like you're making good college choices um in terms of choosing one that's affordable that's very wise um i mean if i woke up in your shoes the college would be my first concern but it doesn't necessarily mean that, that it has to get all the math. I just want to make sure that that box is checked and I've got a way to do it before I move on to something. In other words, I wouldn't pay extra on the house till I knew I had the kids covered. Okay. That's why um, it's five about, instead of six. Yeah. What about throwing more into retirement because the market's on sale? That'd be tempting, say. but be tempting. But before I did that, I'd want to take care of my kids' college. 15% of your income okay. going into retirement, and then let's, I would, that's why it's four, and then five is kids' college, and, um, you know, now, if you, if you have said, okay, we make 160, and we can cash flow this, if we do this, this, and this, then A, B, and C, then go do A, B, and C, and cash flow it, and that's the kid getting scholarships, college choice, kids going to work while they're in school, none of those are bad things, it's not child abuse, um, so, but, but I want to know that I, we have a way mathematically figured out and it's not just we hope we can do it we've actually calculated it out projected the budget out and said this is how the math is going to flow for each of the three kids to get through school once you've got that then i would move and start paying off my house yeah then the wiggle room starts to happen once you have mapped it out and i think that that's a powerful thing too jeff of what he just said though when you put facts on paper like when you and your wife sit down and you guys just plan out hey in the next five years Here's what 22, 23, 24, 25 look like and project out whether it's income, but the big chunks and you start to see it, then then that kind of gives you more breathing room to be like, okay, we'll put, we'll set that track going and then we're going to take this money over here and we feel good about throwing that extra on the house because we know that that's taken care of. But it just gives you kind of that peace of mind and answers the question because you guys may look down and be like, oh gosh, like, you know, 
because of the kids' college, maybe we, we pause on paying off the house early. Yeah. Uh, you may for, not be able to bit, pay extra. May go. You yeah. may not be able to pay extra. Especially when, like, uh, like how old's the youngest one? Uh, he's an eighth grader. Okay, so you're you're going to have two in max at the same time, but you're going to have several years Correct. of two people on the payroll. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can you can map that cash flow out over the next eight years, right? And so, um, yes. you know that that's you like just exactly like Rachel's saying there, and you can just put the it won't take an hour. I mean, you, you sit down and do it, turn TV off, and just lay it out on a yellow pad. It's it's not hard, but you you're gonna, but in that you're going to make assumptions about where they're going to school, and so you can go ahead and start communicating to all three of them. This is where you're going to school. Yeah. Which is exactly what we okay. did. The boundary conversation. Yeah, that's what we did. Or if you want to go somewhere else, you gotta you gotta ha- uh, pay the difference, which was a conversation we had. So the other the other option is: do we try to hammer down on the mortgage and get it paid off in three years, and then you'll have kids in school. You got a senior, right? Correct. But again, I think her her cost is going to be around five thousand a year. Yeah. Which we have covered. Okay. We so have four years of her school covered. Check number one. If, okay. if it's, box check one. Yeah. Box check two. Box check three. And then you can play with the variable of jumping in and knocking off the house. And that increases your cash flow, which enables you to pay, be more able to pay ca- to cash flow college. Uh, that makes Correct. me more nervous, though, than just having it covered and then reaching over and paying off the house. You're going to get to all three. You're going to be wealthy. You're going to have a paid-for house, and you're going to get all three paid for. But you just need to have a game plan laid out to do it, and you decide. You you called asking what the priorities and Jeff, are. That may be the case. Like I don't know. Yeah, you may look and be like, okay, daughter's taken care of twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. That's all she needs. So before the next Junior's one gets to college, brilliant, and he's going to go to in-state school and have that. He only needs that. Okay, that's covered. We can do that. I mean, yeah, you can kind of map yeah. it out. Map and, it and, out, and, and, and if you, you may wanna, be able to pay off the house in three if, years if you want to do that. But I wouldn't put the kid. Make sure that there's you're not rocking over the edge of the cliff on the kids college because if i'm choosing between paying off my house two years earlier versus paying cash for the kids college there's no choice here you pay off the kids college first before you pay off the house two years early you're going to get it paid off it's just a matter of when so Mm -hmm. it's okay but just make sure you've got that math laid out i mean if you told me a two hundred thousand in the bank right now and you're just going to write a check and pay off the house and say okay go ahead and do it because you can, we know we can get to the college, right? That's the thing. So, but you don't, and that's not where you are. Yeah. So, map it out, map it out, map it out. All you got to do is be intentional here. You're going to make good choices. I can tell from talking to you for ten minutes, you're going to figure it out. It's not like this. It's it's just a math riddle of sorts, and it's not a complicated one. It's just flow. It's the it's the you know here's September, here's October. I mean here, here's September, here's January. You know, here's April, three tuition payments or two tuition payments or whatever they are every year, and here's dorm or not dorm, and here's the school cost today, and here's how much we've got, and here's what the state scholarships are, and, and you just map all that in there, and it, it's there's about six variables, and you can pull it together. It's not going to be rocket science. It's really not. It's not. It doesn't even require a spreadsheet. You can do it with a you know the calculator on your phone and your yellow pad mm-hmm. uh if you want to so it's not that hard but the good news you're the secret sauce for figuring this out not some formula or our adherence to the baby steps or something like that you are the sauce and you've got what it takes to do this you're going to do it i'm proud of you very very well done that's a good call rachel 
That's a good dad. Jeff, you're a good dad. He's a good dad. Your kids better say thanks, Dad. Yeah. They're, they're going to look back later and say it. They may not like where he, where he lets them go to school, but oh well. Life goes on. This is The Ramsey Show. saw a study that really made me sad. It showed that families owning life insurance in the U.S. was at its lowest point since the 1970s. After what we've been through the past few years, I'm just lost on how people don't make this more of a priority. How are you going to make sure your family needs are met if something happens to you? This is why getting term life is an absolute necessity. Rates have never been cheaper, and the whole process to apply is pretty simple, with many companies not even requiring an exam anymore. This is why I send you to Xander Insurance, and I have for almost 25 years. They'll make sure you get the right protection at the lowest cost possible, and they're there for you and your family every day. I challenge all of you to make sure your families are protected. It needs to be a top priority. Call Xander at 800-356-4282 or visit Xander.com. That's 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. If you've taken Financial Peace University, you know it's life-changing, and uh, that makes it really tough to watch your friends and family struggle with money when you know there's an actual way to do it. There's hope. But you can help them. You can help them change their family tree just like you did, and everything you need to win with money is in a Financial Peace University gift card. They'll learn our proven money plan with Financial Peace University just like you did. And then they'll put that plan into action with the premium version of every dollar. And when they get stuck, they can talk to our team of financial coaches. It's all in there with a Financial Peace University gift card. This summer, share the hope you've discovered for your life and that money. Get your Financial Peace University gift card at RamseySolutions.com slash gift. That's RamseySolutions.com slash gift. You jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money. Rachel Cruz is here. Terry is with us. Terry is in San Diego. Hi, Terry. How are you? Hello, Dave. Hello, Rachel. Thanks for taking my call. First time caller, long time listener. Sure. What's up? Well, what I've got, uh, Dave, is I've got a rental house. This was a house that my wife and I bought a long, long time ago. We moved on to a bigger house and everything else. And right now, it's the only debt we have. About, you know, 2016, when they changed the tax loss and they went to the standard deduction. I went ahead, that house had been free and clear. I took out a loan against that house and paid off my home mortgage. Right now, the loan on the rental house is at three and a half percent. Right now, I'm 57 years old and I'm approaching retirement and I'm toying with the idea of paying this mortgage off, but at three and a half percent, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. Hmm. Terry, how much how much money do you guys have just cash flowed since this, this is your only debt? Well, this is the only debt. Our, our 
Gross family income is about $300,000 a year. We fully fund our retirements, our 401ks. I do a backdoor Roth. What's your net worth? Yeah, you know, where net worth right now is probably around $3 million with all of our... Mm-hmm. our and, and I have and a the balance on the rental house is what? 320000 Okay. Well, you've done a wonderful job. Congratulations. Well, thanks. I assume you did not inherit this money. I assume it came from your investing and saving. Exactly. Good. Very well done. I'm proud of you. Good work. So let's let's first establish that paying off this mortgage or not paying off this mortgage is not going to bankrupt you, nor is it going to make you wealthy. You're already wealthy. Understood. So this question is, in a sense, virtually irrelevant. But it's a fun discussion to have, so I'd love to have it. Okay, Um, because it's not going to make you or break you is my point. I understand. Okay, so now having said that, here's what I have discovered um, that uh, and I discovered this after I went broke in real estate uh, and I love real estate and real estate people like me that grow up in a real estate household. One of the things they do is they take you and they break your risk meter. So you have no measurement, no ability to measure risk anymore. And so you just borrow out your eyeballs because you say at three and a half percent, how could this possibly go wrong? And you just borrow on up and on up and on up. Yours is so small. It's irrelevant as a percentage of your world. Okay. It's less, you know, 10% of your net worth or whatever. It's not, you could, you could burn that much money in the middle of the freeway and it won't change your life hardly at all. So it's not that's that's my point earlier. Now, having said all that, I will tell you that something happens when you don't have any debt. There is a sense of release that is very very real. For some people it's it's so physical that they can they literally feel it. Um other people it just they start making a little bit different decisions. There is a weight to this. It's like you're not carrying around a 300-pound weight on your back, but you're walking around with an 8-pound weight in your hand trying to do everything you do. And when you don't have the 8-pound weight in your hand anymore, you're going to feel a different level, a slight different level of freedom. But if I strapped an 8-pound weight to your hand, you could do everything you do today all day long. It wouldn't be the end of the world for you. Mm-hmm. But you. But if you took it off, you're going to notice, wow, look at that. And it's not a mathematical thing. It's a spiritual thing, emotional thing, relational thing, and you just don't have it anymore. And there is a freedom that people do not grasp that have not been debt-free until you're debt-free. So I would challenge you to pay it off today. And if you hate it, go get you another mortgage when rates come back down. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you, know, you will. I would add... No, I would add that the converse is true. Not only is it liberating when I pay it off, but having the debt right now is burdensome. And that's one reason why I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It's not that I can't pay the payment, but um, peace of mind has a price too. Exactly. The only, thing that's, yeah, the only thing that's getting me at 3.5%, I could take the same money that I have yep. in the bank right now, yes. yep. put it into some other vehicle. Yep. And I mean, if you put it in an S and P, you know, over time, it typically would average ten to twelve percent, right? And so you, yeah. you you appear to make that spread, but what that calculation does not involve is the calculation of risk, and it's a little tough to yeah. put an actual risk math number and just your mental health. I mean, there's yeah. just something about when you don't have the payment. And yeah. Terry, we I won't name the person, but there was someone visiting the office 
Dave and we were walking the back hallway because we were going to go do something and he stopped and he was like Dave so y'all were kind of chatting and he and, and I thought that he kind of followed from like what I know about him followed everything we teach and all that and he was like Dave you know he goes you know what I did for the first time ever I paid off my house I never and, and I remember thinking oh I would have assumed his house was paid off I just assumed it and he was like, and everything you say is so right. Once I paid it off, like, it just does something to, you know, and y'all had this, and like, that whole. Guy, that guy had a $10 million net worth. Yes, that guy totally could have paid it off. And I just assumed. And he, you know, he, he was, you, like, you know laughing, wealthy, like, he was just, laughing, like, Dave, what your teacher's right. That's like, kind of what he well, said. Well, you doob, I've known you 15 years. How come you didn't know I was right? My I gosh. Mean, you know. So it was just such a funny conversation to overhear because I thought, mm, you don't put a, and that's the thing, too, with money is that you don't, there's not a price tag. There's not a number. There's not, like, a. A logical sitting, you know, black and white on paper to point to when you just have, when you owe, when you don't owe anything. And John Deloney talks about this. Suddenly your body feels safe. Like even if it's a little bit of that eight pound weight, like you're talking about with Terry, that it's not a big part of his world, but there's still this element there of, gosh, I, I owe something. Someone else still has their name on my life. And when that is just gone, free and clear, you just can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on the idea of just this absolute ultimate peace. I mean, you can tolerate a small amount of back pain and yeah. get to where you live with it and hardly know it's there. Totally. But boy, when it's gone, woo, it's a big deal. You feel it. It's, it's the same exact thing. It falls mm-hmm. in that category. So it does add risk to your life. And mathematically, the risk does neutralize some of the difference in the perceived returns, the spread of the three and a half over what you could invest it in. But the peace of mind, the decisions that are made differently, the breathing deeper, the um I, I have less need to watch the news <laughs> moment and my life is just better because of it mm-hmm. and uh, i'm just a little bit kinder i'm a little bit calmer all of these th- and those things actually end up affecting your health bill later they do affect you and know, they affect your marriage they affect i mean and, and you really can't it's hard to quantify it all in a simple I know you can't quantify it all in yeah. a simple math formula. It would be very interesting to find out the research of uh, over a 40-year period of time if you could do it. It would be ridiculous, but, uh, you know. Your stress level, your anxiety hypoth- level, The hypothesis would be that obesity would be less, uh, that uh, health would be better, and your medical bills would be lower. That would be the Relationships. hypothesis. That the percentage of divorces is smaller. Uh, and, by the way, you know. Marriage is grand, divorce is 50 grand. I mean, just try splitting your assets and starting over. See how that works for your wealth building plan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, when you you take out the and your kids are, you know, they are they're having a different experience in the household. So they're more functional and don't have you don't spend money on uh, kid dysfunction in whatever category that falls into as often. And so it's not to say it's perfect, but there's a whole thing here, a holistic view of this that. It'd be really interesting to see how many millions of dollars that we waste on debt-related problems that are not math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. 
Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you're visiting the Nashville area, put Franklin, Tennessee on your list. We're about 10 miles south of Nashville, a suburb of Nashville. And the Ramsey Solutions headquarters are right on the interstate. You can jump off and come and sit in our visitor center and watch the show happen. We do it from 1 to 4 every day Central Time. Three hours of talk radio every day. And um, there's a, a visitor center, uh, all kinds of fun stuff to see and do. Bookstore, a coffee shop that the coffee's free, and the homemade chocolate chip cookies are free. Oh, my gosh. They're awesome, too. I mean, you'll hate them. You'll just you won't you won't like them at all. Terrible. In the lobby, by the way, where people oh by the way, we've usually got fifty to two hundred folks watching the show every day out here, and it's completely free to do all that as well. Luxurious or uh, uh, luxurious, a um, easygoing home atmosphere out here. You can hang out with. It's us. great. Yeah, the visitor center made it feel like there's like pamphlets and stuff yeah, around. Yeah, no, pamphlets. it just come. It's we wonderful. We have pamphlets. It's wonderful. Yeah, no, we don't have any pamphlets. We haven't had pamphlets in years. All right. <laughs> On the stage, uh, the debt-free stage, which is also in that lobby that we're talking about, thus I was doing that, Lee and Linda are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? We're good. How are you? Good, so Dave. good to doing? have you guys. Where do y'all live? Grand Junction, Colorado. Ooh, beautiful place. Very nice. Well, welcome to Nashville. And all the way over here to do a debt-free scream, how much yes. have you paid off? We've paid off uh, $215,000 in about eight years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And cash flowed four kids, cash flowed some home improvements to house the four kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what was your range of income during that eight years? You know, we started at about 80000 but then when we started having kids, Linda came home and the income dropped to forty. Mm-hmm. And now I'm finishing up about 130000 a year. Cool. What do you do for a living? I co-own a, a building automation company company mm-hmm. we do temperature control systems ah very okay. good good very nice. and uh, i'm gonna guess since it was eight years maybe you paid off the house we, we did, did. yeah we're talking yes. to weird people that's way us. to go you guys a hundred percent debt free how mm-hmm. in the world does it feel to have not have a payment in the world oh man it feels amazing it's great Almost like we were talking about with the guy a minute ago. Amazing. Yeah, and how yep. important that yep. is that, that feeling is there to house and everything, man. Yes. So, what in the world plugged you into all this Ramsey stuff eight years ago? Tell us, uh, tell us your story. So, um, you know, our work. We we're in Grand Junction, Colorado, but we work everywhere from uh, Breckenridge over to Telluride. So, there's multiple hours of driving to, to different projects, job sites. So. My father-in-law, um, he kind of got me into the Ramsey show, mm-hmm. you know, the the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in 2014, when we started this, um, I actually hosted Financial Peace, and I've taught nine lessons. Well, thank you. And I've had 172 people come through. Wow. Oh, my gosh. They have thank paid you. off $450,000. <gasps> Woo! So they are the real heroes. <laughs> That's I love it. Yep. So. Yeah, That's amazing. very good. Very good. A super coordinator. Wow, thank yes. you. You're welcome. And Pretty I co-host, I co-host with my father-in-law. Yes. And Thanks, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's, he he was definitely one of our uh, big supporters and They were. You know, yeah. they, they paid off their house a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, having the goal of paying off your house, I'm like, that's the big one, right? I mean, yes. obviously getting completely consumer debt free is like huge. Yep. And then when you go to move to the mortgage. So what caused you guys to want to do that? Was it, you know, what was the thing that was like, oh, let's work on the house. Let's do it. We have a, we have a eight years ahead of us, Yeah. but well, it's going to be worth it. I think my dad, my mom and dad paid off theirs um, mm. and they were 
in their late fifties. Um, and we just kind of looked at that and we thought, you know, if they can do it, then we can do it. Um, and Lee was a driving force. He had the vision. Yes. And I was sort of, I think the discipline is the big thing though. Once you get past that first hissy fit of not getting what you want, <laughs> you are like, wow. What was hard about it? Cause I mean, oh, eight years is a long time, you guys. And we say that you don't time. have to go like gazelle intense when you're paying off the home, but you're, cause you're doing retirement and kids call. I mean, you know, you, there's other stuff happening. Yeah. I think, I think once you pass that first hissy fit, you're like, okay, I can say no to myself and it'll be okay. Um, and then by the time you get a couple years down the road, you just don't even care. Like that stuff that was so important to you is now no, it's not yeah. important. Yeah. And now you can do anything you away. want. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, now you got $130,000 income, not a payment in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a great perspective though, of the things that you think are important. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to have this. I want to have this. And mm-hmm. suddenly when you deny yourself of it for so long, you're like, oh, wow, we are okay. Like we, we can yeah. really survive without this stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Discipline equals freedom. And the farther you get down, the easier that is yeah. to yeah. apply to yourself and to your marriage and to your home and to your children and you know it's it, it works that's amazing it works yeah. incredible oh, there was some there were some rough years there you know a lot of a lot of overtime <laughs> yeah a lot sure of uh, some extra work in there huh? yeah yes. overnight yes. <laughs> working working too late waking up early yeah. so i don't think that's a colorado accent how long have you been in the states so i've been in the states um since 2005, so um, about 18 years, I guess, 17 uh-huh. years. From England, south of yeah, London. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, just south of London. Um, I came over here to teach skiing in Utah and worked out to Colorado, and yes. we met actually at the ski resort in Utah. And, <laughs> and uh, This is how it ends. This is how the uh, end of the story for the ski bum thing looks. <laughs> well, what it looks like at the end of the story. He did. That dream he's got, got he's crushed. Got, he's got four kids and... <laughs> Yeah, I had, to give up the, I had to give up the ski bum idea. Yeah. I couldn't afford it. We call Lee the dream killer. People come into these classes and he's like, this is week two. The dream crushing begins. <laughs> <laughs> His ski dream was crushed. Was crushed but this reality. Is yeah. <laughs> Crush the dreams in week two. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> That's funny. Well done, you guys. Very well done. We're so proud of you. Okay, when they do come into class, other than crushing their dream... <laughs> What do you tell them the key to getting out of debt is? Um, I just talk about, um, you know, with the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I really like your buyer beware mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't go for the bling. Don't go for the fancy um, the fancy item. You know, whenever you research long enough, you, it turns out it's really not that good. Mm-hmm. Like a Black Friday deal somewhere. Mm-hmm. It really just isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, don't take in on any more debt, mm-hmm. and uh, just for everything you can, work extra mm-hmm. and get rid of that debt because mm-hmm. it's great to be free. Well, congratulations, you guys! We're very, very proud of you, and I know your father-in-law is proud of you. It's he good is. Stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff, and thank you for leading so many other people mm-hmm. through the process. That's so powerful. Absolutely. It's powerful reinforcement for you while you're doing it, but it's uh, has, has the. Uh, the side benefit of all those people got help, too. So it's pretty pretty incredible. Well yeah. done. Well done, sir. We've got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you because that's definitely the next chapter in your story. What's this house worth? Uh, it's about 500000 Yeah, you're getting there, huh? Yep. All right. Good, good, good. I love it. And a copy of Total Money Makeover. You'll be able to give that away to someone deserving in one of your classes and a uh, subscription to uh, membership for one year of Financial Peace University. Awesome. And again, you may want to... Give that away since you're coordinating them all the way. Yeah. That's fine. We'll give you some stuff to give away. I like doing that. Great. And you brought uh, the new babe with you. Yeah. And uh, who did. is this? This is Josephine, and we have three older children. Ah, so okay. And how old is Josephine? She's seven months. Ah, oh, very perfect. 
Very perfect. I love it. Good job, you guys. She's precious. Fun, fun, fun. All right, Lee and Linda and Josephine, Grand Junction, Colorado, 215000 paid off in eight years, making 80 then 40 then 130 House and everything! They're weirdos! Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. Thank God we're debt-free! Yeah! Man. Amazing. We live in a culture where people can't stick with something eight minutes. And those people stuck with this eight years. Those are heroes right there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty studly. It's pretty impressive. Very, very well done. Ah, uh, one of the uh, one of the attributes of the successful people who can stick with this. Stick with something. Uh, Even when than- it's hard, you just keep pushing through. Tension span of a gnat out there, man. It's unbelievable. Stick with it. Stick with it. Don't quit. Don't quit. It's worth it. Live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Chris is with us in Chicago. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you because of the baby steps we've gotten out of debt and our home to my wife and kids. You've become Uncle Dave. So thank you. <laughs> well, I'm honored. Thank you. I'm the um, crazy question, uncle. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Dave. <laughs> That's what we call you. Um, but uh, my question is... Uh, we are newly into baby step four, um, and we should be investing 15%, but my wife will be stepping away from work to go to school full time. Mm-hmm. So only on, will be only on my main income plus my side hustles. Mm-hmm. And we are wondering if we should forego 15% and just do minimum four three B match provided at my job, or should we still push our investments to 15%? Why would you do that? Uh, why would I forego or why yeah, would I, do why would 15%? you stop? Um, my wife is saying because uh, we're on the one income, um, we, it'd be kind of tight on the budget. Um, that's kind of the reason. I, I'm leaning towards the 15% and just keep living you know, below our means like we have been. Um, not like crazy like we were. but How are you paying for her college? Uh, I work for a university, so she goes full uh, free. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. What's she studying? She's going back to be a teacher. Okay. And how long will it take her? Uh, we're thinking roughly about two years. Good. Good. Okay. And how much do you make, Chris? Uh, with side hustles, about 100 okay. okay. How many kids you got? Four. What did she make before? Uh, she made around 55 Okay. So you took a one-third of your income is gone. You took a 35%, 33% cut in your income roughly. 
and um, and you're going to have a tight two years in order to achieve a bigger goal, which is her goal of being a teacher. And there's, there's a sacrifice to get to that goal. So I think you can make 15%, and I don't hear a reason to not do it. I agree with her that it is going to be tighter, but that's one of the sacrifices you're making for her to go to school is giving up her income, and then she'll get her income back when she graduates, and maybe then some, maybe some on top of that, uh, depending on what she's teaching, where, that kind of thing. But um, I, I don't see a reason to stop it. Yeah, just to keep going. I mean, I mean, it's what we teach Chris. Now, for two years, if you guys pulled back and just did the minimum, I mean, you sound young. I didn't ask your age, but is it going to make or break you? No, but you miss out on that growth when you guys still can be putting that 15%. So there's really not, I mean, there's not a reason not to. So I would, I, I think, would I think it's it. the tightness is part of the decision you made when you made the decision for her to quit and go to school. And you, we made the decision for things to be tight for two years. And um, that's not unreasonable. You can do that. I mean, um, and so uh, it's not like you're not going to have food on the table or something else. So, no, I think you need to stick with it. That's what I would do if I were in your shoes. Georgie is with us in Springfield, Illinois. Hi, Georgie. How are you? Good. Awesome. How can we help? I was wanting some financial advice. I recently sold my company, and I have an influx of cash, and was wondering what you would advise me to do with it. Cool. What'd you sell it for? How much? Um, I've, I've got partners. My portion will be around two point six million, and that will be before taxes are paid. So, way to go! Done. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. What kind of business was it? Um, assisted living. Very good. Nice. How old are you? Um, I'm fifty three years old. Congratulations! That's amazing. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, a lot of hard work. Well, what you are entering into is much like you did when you started a business. You're entering into territory that's unfamiliar. Thus, you're calling someone like us to get some advice. That's smart. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to gather a group of experts around you. If I were you, that's what I would do, to advise you and teach you not to make decisions for you. Okay. Okay. You don't do something because someone said to. You do something because someone taught you something and you decided to. Does that make okay. sense? So you do yep, need the first and foremost, let's get a tax person in your corner. You have a great tax person on your board? Um, I do, actually. Okay, good. So we've got we're beginning to build Georgie's new board for her two point six million dollar decisions, right? Okay. So first thing we do right. is we figure out what your well, tax bill is gonna well, be and we carve that out to the side. Absolutely. Okay. And so here's my question. So should I take that tax bill, say it's a half a million? Mm-hmm. It will be. Should I, you know, initially, I'm, I'm a you person. I don't like to be in debt. I was thinking I'd just pay it off to the government. But then I start talking about different short-term uh, places I can put it into, and maybe I shouldn't do that, and I should earn interest on it until... Yeah, you earn interest time. on it until the last possible second. Okay. And then you, send, cool it, you send it to them. You don't owe the money until April 15th of next year or whatever the date is, and you send it on that moment. Mm-hmm. Not a day okay. before, because we're going to earn interest on it uh, as much as possible. You you have zero um, uh, penalty for waiting until then, and so you mm-hmm. might as well let the money sit. But I would set it aside in a separate account oh, yeah. where you're not confused and it doesn't accidentally go to something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, And then there's three yep. things you can do with money. 
You can enjoy it. You can uh, invest it, and you can be generous with it. We always recommend you do all three. I plan on it. And not necessarily evenly. Okay, and so you decide right. what you, right. how much you're going to spend on enjoyment and go ahead and make a list of those things, what some generosity moves you're going to be are, and you make the, some of those moves, uh, and we're going to invest the rest. And you need to just go ahead and lay that out. Go, lay yourself out a little budget. Really, there's only four items in the budget, taxes, enjoyment, investment, and generosity. Georgie, do you have any debt? Do you have a mortgage? No, no. I've completely debt-free. I've very been disciplined since I'm... Yeah, I it's amazing. Definitely before I started my business. Okay. Amazing. Um, Let's pretend I, that you ended up with $2 million in investments, okay? If you sat down with a SmartVestor Pro, which is what we call the people that, that we uh, endorse, we're not in the investment world or investment business, but this is who I personally use is in a, a SmartVestor Pro for my investments, and... Uh, who we recommend all over the country. You can find one at RamseySolutions.com. Click, and it'll give you a list of the people in your area. You choose which one you want to talk to. I talked to a couple of them and interview them. But let's pretend you invested this money, and it made uh, – the stock market has averaged just a little under 12% for the past 80 years. So let's pretend that you made about 10%, less than average. Okay? Here's the way the money will work. It's going to double every seven years. You said you're 52, right? I'm 53. 53, okay. So when you're 60, it'll be $4 million if you put $2 million in there. And don't touch it. Okay. And don't so, touch it, okay? And, and when you're 67, I'm touching it. That's, when you're that's 67 <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be $8 million, okay? And it, it'll be $16 million when you're 74, Is this fun or what? (laughs) It's kind of cool. That's why I was so excited for you. (laughs) I mean. It's amazing, Georgie. But also enjoy it, too. She said. I I said 600,000 aside for taxes, enjoyment, and generosity. I'm just goofing off. I mean, you you can start with a million and a half and run those numbers out. You'll still be okay is the point. Mm -hmm. What percent of my net worth should I be in the market? So I already have other money, and I before I even sold my business, I had eight hundred thousand sitting in a money market account, getting point four percent, which is ridiculous. That, that's stupid, rid- but I didn't want yeah, to put it in the market. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, I, I'm in, I'm on, in the market. Listen, eighty uh, ninety something percent of my net worth, several hundred million dollars, is in two things: real estate that is paid for, and in good growth stock mutual funds in the market. Mm-hmm. So I've got a ton in there. And I'm not taking a dime out. I, I'm not taking a dime out today. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to scratch together some extra to put in right now while it's on sale. And so that, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, if you have other things, you're going to buy another business. That'd be great. If you're going to uh, start another business, that'd be great. If you're going to uh, buy some real estate, that'd be great. If you're going to invest in mutual funds, that'd be great. Or in something that you know and understand. But that's the things I know and understand. That's where my money is. Hey, thanks for calling. Congratulations. I'm so proud for you. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.